But yeah. Yeah. Is this where we start? This is where we start. This is where it begins, Marty. <laughs> show number one. Show number one. Show number one. Episode number one on September 11th, 2022. 9-11. 9-11. Quite the day to start. Well, it is. And I mean, I could see the date coming. And I've always been um, sort of uh, <clears throat> sort of tied to that date. I think a lot of us have, mm, of course, for different reasons. And uh, I was like, well, since it's coming up, yeah, I might as well prepare, yeah, absolutely, you know, the studio, yeah, and then <clears throat> line up some guests. Mm -hmm. And through all that, I'll figure out who will my first guest will be, yeah, depending on the conversation that I have with those people. By letting them know that the first show is going to be on nine eleven. So, anyway, I've got a really nice little lineup of guests coming. That's cool. And that's cool. I'm happy for you. New episode every five days. Okay. So that's how it's going to work. Available nice. on Spotify, on YouTube, um, also available on all the podcast platforms and audio. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. That is that is really cool. Thank you. I'm looking to do it too soon, so I'll, I'll have something eventually. I'm, I think I'll be up there soon. That'd yeah. be awesome. I'll, I'll have you over. You'll be, thank you. Yeah. You'll be 1.4325 million. Exactly. Uh, that has a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. might as well join. Why not? Can't beat them, join them. Why not? Exactly. It's it's the new, uh, what, what, what was the trend back in the day? It's like the new, uh, all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's into it. Yeah. But, so yeah. So yeah. Just before we get into, there's so many things that my mind wants to go everywhere. Okay. But first things first, I want to introduce you because you know it's podcast number one, Hi. and it's and it's the Good Vibes podcast. Good vibes. You like my lady? I like it. I like it. You like it? The well, lady? Well, I like the whole thing. She's pretty. Everything is 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 really cool. She's out there. pretty solid. Is that the the new uh, Galaxy picture that was just taken? It is. It is the actual crazy. one. The actual one. Yeah, and that is me. That's you. Yeah, and then that's where you can get the podcast, like the the most popular places. Yeah. and then that well, that's just that's conversation. Soon to be discovered. Yeah, new friend. Yeah, there's influences up there. Influence that's influences of, of willing to talk about anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course you have to have a sunshine with a smile. Mm -hmm. And well, I think that's another thing that we're going to find out about sooner than later. Very much so. Very I mean, we so. have a, a telescope that's the size of a ton, one-ton truck floating in the atmosphere. So. Oh, yeah. Taking HD photographs. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if there's something to be discovered, uh, soon, you know, we'll find out. Soon. So Maybe, maybe <clears throat> in our lifetime, maybe not. Matt White, everybody. And, Hi, everybody. And it's a pleasure, Matt, to have you here. Same here, buddy. Really happy to see you. Yeah. And uh, Matt and I kind of... <clears throat> are interconnected in in weird ways yeah very much so we do the same job yeah uh, we did we do the same job yeah. at different times at different in times. our career yeah 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 basically we we share the same uh spot yeah so tell tell us a little bit about you matt and uh, well i am a uh stand-up comedian i'm also a musician i was a musician for since like the age of 15 i i play guitar i do i sang Played in a lot of different bars, had some bands. Uh, switched to comedy a little while back, uh, enjoying it very much. It's a very fun experience. Uh, just won the 2022 Hubcap Comedy uh, Festival uh, Amateur Contest. Yeah, so that nice. was that was really fun. That's going to open uh, up some opportunity. Really fun experience. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a wild ride since. 
Um, I do host a weekly show here in town at the Furnace Room. If you guys ever want to come see a monthly show, sorry, a monthly show mm-hmm. at the Furnace Room. We have one uh, coming up in October. Uh, so that'll be fantastic. And at the end of this month, I'm opening for uh, Nathan McIntosh in, uh, in St. John. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a really fun experience. Very cool. Yeah. At, the, at the club there or... Yeah, at Punchlines Comedy Club. It actually it'll actually be my first time like working at Punchlines. Nice. So that'll be fun. Yeah, you've done open mics there. I've I've done a bit there. I had a friend who just got married, and the reception was there, and it was a wild time. Nice. John John Scott Nielsen. You'll have to have him on here. Shout out. Oh yeah, yeah, another comedian. Yeah, another comedian. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's an objective of mine is to have some a lot of stand up comedians. Stand up is a passion of mine, as you know. We've we've shared a lot of conversation about it, and uh, it's something that 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 I love, you know, I've been watching since I'm a kid yeah. and studying and trying to, you know, trying to figure out the, and, and also gather the, the courage to one day try it. Still oh, yeah. haven't tried it yet. That's why I, I kind of envy guys like you who've, you know, taken the leap and yeah. done some am- amateur stuff, open mic stuff. And then, whoa, next thing you know, you're going to start getting paid for, yeah. for some sets. Yeah. It's a very, very interesting, uh, Avenue, yeah, it's it's very interesting how it all folds folds out. If if you really work hard at it, like it's 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 a lot of hard work. It's a lot of setting up, a lot of trying things, a lot of being fearless, like having to to want to say these lines and like oh when you get up there oh that's not gonna work I'll say something no you you got to stick to it like you got to work your way through it you'll figure it out it's it's all in the work ethic yeah and you were saying like uh, just before going in uh, you were saying like you you got the first time you go up the first few times is really about trying to get a laugh yeah because if you don't you're up there alone oh yeah and i mean i went it's going to be uh four years uh actually it'll be four years doing stand-up on september 18th for me okay so that's the that's my comedy anniversary four years and yeah so my first time i went up in uh in st john was at the yuck yucks comedy club because i saw that they had an amateur night i sent an email and i said look i'm a a musician i'm trying to stand up for the first time I'm uh, just trying this as, as a different art form. And the guy replied back, like, yep, come on over. You'll have a spot. And I was like, shit, like, cool. Now pressure's on. Like, you got to make it work. And I probably wrote about six to seven minutes what I thought was six to, six to seven minutes worth of material, but it was two bits. It was uh, <laughs> one bit was about Tinder. <clears throat> okay. And I forget what the second, the second bit was about marijuana was just being legalized. It had been legalized for like a year or something. Okay. And I got like one laugh. Out of like an improvised line that wasn't planned wasn't whatsoever, even... and I just got off and I was like, oh, I, I bombed. Like this, this, this is not for me whatsoever. And uh, comedian, actually comedian Shane Ogden, uh, oh, lifted yeah. my spirit, saying, uh, "No man, you, you did good. Uh, you got some laughs." And I was like, you know what? He he probably saw something I didn't see. I didn't get to record that set or anything, so I don't I remember much of it. And then uh, we, I got opportunities here to start doing it in Moncton. So that was. Uh, Kind of where the ball really got rolling there. So four yeah. years ago, first time was in St. John. Yeah, St. John. <clears throat> yeah, and the Yuck Yucks uh, closed the following week. Oh, yeah. how encouraging. Yeah, how encouraging can uh, can that be? So you you think you only got one laugh. You didn't yeah. really do a great set. Yeah. You and thought the- you had material for five, six minutes. You felt a little dry up there. The week after that, Yuck Yuck closes. The place closes, yeah. Yeah, so is that the end of a career or? I don't know. Well, it was the beginning for me. It was the beginning. It was the beginning for did me. Did it continue it from there? It certainly did. Look it at me now. There you go. There you go. You see? So it's what all... happened from there? Well, it's... Uh, like, how long How mics. long did you go between St. John and doing your next set? 
for your first and second yeah, set? Probably about a month. About a month, and then we uh, I, I got an opportunity here at Hell's Basement in Moncton. Okay. Uh, which is where kind of I started building everything from there, where they, any kind of amateur night they had, I tried to put my name in, or I or I get called in to, to go do a set. And it was really fun. Uh, from there, I started traveling a bit out of the city, uh, going back to St. John, um, going to the island, um, just trying out different open mics that are available here and there. And, and then, yeah. And it built from there? like It just built, yeah. Did you feel more and more confident like after your oh absolutely at what point did you start feeling like you know a bit more comfortable about the concept of getting up there getting up there's never been the issue because i was a musician for years before that right so getting up on stage was never the issue one thing i noticed and and i know we talked about this before um is being a musician like you you would know because you you've been there you could play for half an hour 45 minutes nobody's listened to you nobody even knows you're in the corner and um, still no pressure. Still no pressure. Like yeah, you're, no big you're playing, deal. No big deal. You're doing stand up, and if you haven't gotten a laugh within a minute, that's been a long ass minute. You know what I mean? Like that's been like holy shit. Like you have nothing to fall back on. Like there's no cushion. There's no guitar to strum a few chords on. Like and you've got people in front. You've got of you. people in front of you. It's typically a, probably a bit dark. A little darker depending where you are. But it's like it, and it's it's just like. Like everything starts sinking all of a sudden. Mm. Like you just like go into that panic attack until yeah, I can feel it. Until you kind of get yourself out, and you get you got to watch yourself because if you get caught up in it, you're gonna you're gonna screw up, right? You know. So it's like, and then you screw up, and then it just builds and builds and builds. But it's a lot of that. So it's a lot of like mental abuse to yourself, and right. just being really hard on yourself, and then eventually you come out crazy and funny, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of where we are today. Well, it's. Pretty much true, though, right? There's, oh, yeah. That's like the real definition of it is like, well, yeah. you, you, it drives you crazy yeah. in a way. You become the artist because you get obsessed over it. You <clears throat> want to build it. And compared to being a musician, it's very much like songwriting. Mm-hmm. Like if you write songs, you understand lyric, you understand structure, you move words here and there, you put this line here, put that line there. I hear you. And that's just kind of where you find the spark, how it works, how it flows. And it's, it's a lot of that, which right. I was always kind of good at. Uh, being a musician like right. I wrote a lot for bands we wrote like I was always the head lyric writer and like okay. doing all these stuff so that so, kind of comes naturally for yeah, you absolutely something you like to do yeah taking it into the comedy aspect mm-hmm. how do you go about your writing and and this is it feels so much like an interview but it's actually more of like <laughs> how do you go I'm trying to learn for, to become a comedian for me so. it's totally spontaneous for me, it's just how my brain works. Like, I'll get an idea. Something happens. It's something happens, or I'm just sitting there smoking a joint and doing nothing. Right. And this idea will pop in my head, and it's like, <clears throat> we got to take advantage of this. i got to write it down. And Where I've do you always, write it usually? What do you my, do? It goes right in my phone. Okay. My phone. Do you voice record it? Or? I voice record sometimes. I do a lot of notes. Yeah. Like, I physically type it in. Like, right. These are just drafts of, yep. you know, endless words. But there's, you know... Endless. Endless of those going endlessly, endlessly. Isn't it fun to so, visit some old oh, ones sometimes? Always. I actually found a set. <laughs> Before I went on in, in, in St. John, I recorded myself in my apartment alone. Okay. I just said, I'm going to say, I wrote all the jokes. I kind of wrote down and I wrote them all on the list. And I just started talking and going through it. Yeah. And I had about half an hour of me talking. And I was like, "Well, this is weird." So I'm, uh, and I'll, I started listening back to it. I couldn't. And I was like, oh, "I'll 
I'll wait in a bit and I'll go back. Totally forgot about it. About maybe six months ago. Yeah. I was going through my phone. What's this half hour recording? Start listening like to it's it. an audio it's, recording? It's an audio recording of the first time I'm in my apartment doing all these weird tricks. And I started remembering, oh, shit, I forgot that one. I forgot this one. Oh, I could do this one this way now. And it right. just started avalanching, like just writing these old new bits, fixing them up. and Sort of yeah, blending them with your new stuff. Having been what? like four or five years ago, like that was pre-going up on stage at, uh, at Yuck Yuck. So yeah. it could have been a year before, two years. I don't remember. And uh, just having that like avalanche of having like flexed that muscle more since like being up on yeah, stage and yeah. using it, they're like, holy shit! Like, it's under, it's like everything just kind of wrote itself. Yeah. And then you show up and you try it out and it kills. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, this! And that's when you know you you figured it out. Like you wow, have man. the recipe. You got to make it work. And it's it's a very it's a lot of highs and lows. It's yeah. gonna be a ton of highs and lows. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, that's the, that's what the a ride. What a that's ride. The ride. Yeah, that's the ride. That's the high. Yeah. If everybody, every one of my favorite rock star interviews is, um, <clears throat> fast Eddie Clark. Okay. From motorhead. Okay. Motorhead. <clears throat> and he says, once you get to the top, it is what it is. But he says the real fun is in the climb. And right now, like, I feel like that climb is like, you're in the climb. It's in the climb. And it's like so much fun. Nice man. So yeah. Nice. And on top of that, the back end of it is that you're discovering shit like you just said, the story. Yeah. And, and it's like re rediscovering your stuff that you wrote. You know you can kind of rewrite, tweak it, and make it happen, and put it in your current stuff with everything yeah. that you've learned. It's almost like a God-given send to like discover that yeah. that document. You're just telling a story. Of a few years, and it all comes together yeah. to just bring you to other levels. Yeah. So it builds your confidence at the same Absolutely. time, you know? You tell stories and you keep building to your story. Like, it's creativity. It doesn't have to be real. Yeah. It doesn't have to have happened to you. If you thought it, write it, try it out. Yeah. That's the that's the important thing. Like, yeah. just don't be shy. Don't be scared. Do you sometimes uh, take premises from things that happen to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because right I'm, I'm writing working. a bit right now about, yeah. like, the mailman. Oh, yeah. That sometimes, like, he delivers the mail in a box yeah. for, for, from our house yeah. far enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That yeah. I don't have to see well, him or talk to him every day. I, I can probably throw this joke away because I, I won't be working there soon. Um, but it's, um, it, it's. I always say like, you know, I've, I've worked my way up now where I work in Acadian show business. Right. It's great because I work for an Acadian radio station. I get paid two lobster legs a day. <laughs> right. I've heard this one, yeah. And then I can trade in all my lobster legs for two whole legless lobsters. You know, it's, it's fantastic. But it, And that's just like, that's from experience. It's not necessarily taking a, a joke on the place but you know you you figure out soon that oh that's acadian show business you it know that's is, yeah. that's how it works i mean you can't expect to make millions and mm -hmm. at the same time well you're uh here we go we just we threw away a joke there folks yeah there you yeah. go yeah yeah that hey, joke man. has won awards you know a lot of a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people have tried their own bits on any podcast and oh, have yeah, taken yeah. actual premises that they talked about or whatever. Oh, totally. And brought it, used it after yeah. for, to well, build like, the jokes. So. I don't have cable anymore. I, I watch nothing but podcasts. Me too. Oh, that's, that's all it is. And, it, and like, I've learned through that being like, oh man, so that's, and then like, I, I follow a lot of comedians that I follow like, yeah. do podcasts now and I watch their podcasts and then I Stavros, watch. Stavros, you watch Stavros? Oh, Stavros is, oh, he's fantastic. 
so funny. Oh, he works the crowd so well. Oh, yeah, so many I have, of them. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I don't think for such a, I mean, he's only 35. I don't know. He just seems like he, he can work, he can work anybody and he yeah. can, he digs in those oh, yeah. people, gets right personal with yeah. their like sex life and oh, everything. Yeah. Another guy, Schultz, Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Fantastic Schultz. guy. Yeah. Another great he's crowd funny. worker. Yeah. Like, good podcast know. too. Oh yeah. His fantastic podcast he has. Yeah. So yeah, so, so many good ones. Yeah, right and now. that's kind of what I'm what I'm watching. I'm watching all these, and like then yeah, you watch too. their comedy, and you're like, oh, I saw that on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, he changed this. Oh, okay, he did this, and like, yeah, I grew up like listening to comedy albums too, like Mitch Hedberg, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, yeah, um, Bill Hicks. You know, yeah. like all yeah. these big big names, the, you know? the legends, yeah. yeah. The so pi- like, pioneers, you yeah. Know, even obviously Eddie Murphy. I don't know if you've ever Eddie Murphy too. Like if you were Raw, a big Eddie Murphy fan, but Raw was a great special. Raw like, Delirious, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it ended for like he never hmm. he never continued in stand up. There's rumors that he is coming back. Yeah, there's rumors, but it's that, been yeah. a like it's been a rumor for like four or five oh, years. Yeah. Well, I think the pandemic had something to do with it. Okay, I think yeah. it kind of screwed plans up. Like I think okay. there was like, supposed to be a mini tour and like. When when you see the right. guys show up on Saturday Night Live surrounded by Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, what's the other guy? Um, oh no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna forget. Uh, Morgan. Uh, Tracy oh, Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Right there, that's like you know he's surrounded by With, great comedians yeah. in his culture. You know, so it's it's you, it's who you want him to see hanging out with. True. You know, because if you know he's coming back for a special, to, yeah, he's hanging out with those guys. Oh man, this is going to be crazy! Like, yeah, 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 it is for sure. Eddie Murphy is one of my favorites. So, oh yeah, well he did he did do I mean, some stand up, uh, receiving some sort of award. Yeah, there. it was good. Yeah, where you did a little Bill Cosby impression. And, yeah, yeah. So that was that was even a that crazy little deal. syndicated clip was. Oh good, yeah, you know because yeah. it was actually like on a produced show, so yeah. he had to be careful. And, oh, that too. You yeah, know, be be uh, you know yeah. left yeah. wing. Absolutely, keep it left wing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, what other podcasts do you really, do you watch any religiously, like, that you don't? I, I don't, I just kind of catch up on them as I go along. Okay. Um, like, you have your Rogan, you mm-hmm. have, um, I, I'm a big fan of Joey Diaz. Like, yeah. Joey Diaz has oh. been a stand-up coach to me. Like, just to listen to him, the way he thinks, the way he, it's like he a his thought class. process. Like he it, tells stories. He tells stories, but he also tells you how he, how he's, like, writing and how he's working and just how he has to motivate himself every day and like it just it's it's like a it's like a drill sergeant yeah it's just like it, it's having that drill sergeant in the back of your head always like okay come on go go for a cocksucker like you know just like keep, keep <laughs> yeah don't stop and uh him um oh man who else do i listen to i, I also do a lot of like nascar podcasts because i'm a nascar guy oh really is, yeah you're a nascar oh guy. yeah total nascar guy um i also like oh uh, yeah like bobby lee uh him yeah and his, yeah now ex-girlfriend or you, ex-wife. Or... Do you enjoy uh, Tom Segura and... Uh, oh, yeah. That's a great podcast. That <coughs> one's Kreischer. insane. Oh, yeah. Kreischer's great. Yeah. Kreischer is great. Well, Tom Segura and his wife have a good one. Yeah. That one's insane. Yeah, your mom's house is insane. That's that, insane. That's, it's not fit. Yeah. Yeah. Not fit for children. Like they show videos and um, shit that yeah. you don't probably yeah. want to see. But the, uh, the Two Bears, One Cave. One Cave's good. Is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a great podcast. I like the Burt cast. Yeah. He's had some really good episodes lately. Some awesome uh, episodes. The Whitney Cummings episode. Yeah. When his daughter. Uh, oh, yeah. His daughter, Georgia, oh, yeah. joined. Totally. Being I a watched parent, it with like, my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Being a parent, it's yeah. the greatest thing you could watch. I like, watched it with my yeah. 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. Like, and she Relatable, was right you know? into it. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, that was a super. Oh. I like the Burt cast. Yeah, it's yeah, good. it's a really good one. Bill Burr's funny. Mm. He's got a great audio podcast. I don't think he's turned Absolutely. it to video yet. Huh? No, I think it's only it's always audio just, still, the yeah, Monday just the Monday morning, morning rant or whatever. Whenever he feels like it, yeah, yeah, kind of deal. No, he's he's fantastic that way too. It's. Uh, do you take inspiration from those people into your comedy as far as just the way they do their thing or? I think my inspiration having a person the thing for me sorry it's yeah. like podcasts i find it gives you a personal a little bit more of a personal approach yeah. to getting to know those guys yeah. a bit more personally because they're not like on mm-hmm. they're, they're being themselves like yeah joey no, diaz absolutely. is being himself he's being himself 100 yeah. percent. and he's even being straight with you sometimes, oh yeah you know what i mean oh, where yeah. he's saying he's giving you he'll give you advice yeah you know what i mean on life yeah. i'll tell you a story drugs, of how he got that yeah, advice and not and like, to do this not like, do that yeah he he really pushes the whole mental health aspect or mm-hmm. the the trying to do do well and yeah and he's had a lot of changes oh, in his life in the absolutely. last couple of years since absolutely. the pandemic like yeah. he's moved to new jersey yeah which everybody thought he was going to move to texas yeah and, and, and he didn't Rogan do yeah he, he, he just went home went to which his is roots. Cool. yeah and like brought his daughter with yep. him and like his daughter gets to live new jersey now and like yeah. which you know, so, so you to, get a personal, absolutely. you know what I mean? You oh, get yeah. a personal approach. They're, they're like, they're like almost, they're like your neighbors at yeah. some point. You know, it's like, you, you know them more than your neighbor nowadays yeah. almost, you know? Like, yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're like somebody that you admire mm-hmm. for doing what they do because they're good at it mm-hmm. and they give you an inside look. Yeah. So at the same time, are you learning? I'm learning. I find yeah. I'm learning from it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, just, for me, if, it, if I'm it curious been, if I'm the only one yeah. that's learning. If from, it wouldn't have been for Rogan, I would have never made the jump to stand up. Mm-hmm. Because it's through Rogan where I learned the work ethic was so similar to the ethic I had when it came to writing music. Yep. And I was like, I wanted to try it since I was in my early 20s. Yep. So I was like, you know, it's got to be in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's when it kind of took off where he was like going through, like having comedians on. I, can, I can't tell you the comedians at the time, but like just the, the, just a shit ton, the, ton the of them. The talk they were the, the talk that they were having with them just being like, oh, well, I do this. I do this this way. I do that that way. I write this that way. I do this. I do that. It was like, just take notes. Yeah. Just like, take notes. This is a class. It's like a class. Like, this is a class at this point. Like, so thank you, Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, if he ever never, never. sees this. <laughs> if he ne- ever, never. Mm-hmm. Um, no, ever, well, that's cool. Ever, never. Ever, never. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. You just never know. Yeah. But sure. But uh, you also, uh, so when you started performing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was asking earlier, like, how did it get comfortable? I At the same time you were explaining that, I also had another question. Yeah, yeah. No, we, so we, as we, it, we skipped one. Yeah, yeah well, we, let's jump, yeah. jump back for I'm a minute. I'm still not comfortable. I still get very nervous. Cause... So I seen one of your sets. Oh, yeah. And I, I actually thought yeah. you you were great. Oh, cool. Like, Thank you me. didn't seem like you were nervous No, either. no, like, I, you... I play it off very well. Okay, but it's like in my brain, there's always a game going. Like, okay, we'll say this, say that, say that, say that this way, say this that way. Say it. like that's why I always have my notes in front of me because my brain are going so cra- is going so crazy that I'll get lost. Okay. So if I know if I don't know, it's like a set list, like like a musician yeah. set list. Like this is the title of this joke. That's the title of that joke. Uh, I might have like a word written next that I want to like say in the joke that I like wrote and like so to remember this part or whatever. Um, but. I've had like being on stage is a comfortable place to me to begin with. So like experimenting this way is much easier, I think, than it would be for, for somebody who's never been on stage before. Right. You know, like I have the experience of being a musician on stage until, since like the age of 15. Right. And it's like, okay, well that, that kind of translates to this now. 
Ooh, I feel effects. Um, <laughs> good marijuana. Um, but yeah, so it's um, it, it's a lot of like go, going that. But I've had sets where I've been like totally calm, really well. If the audience does well, every time I'm on stage at the furnace room, it, it's been a great experience. Yeah, like, that well, has cool. been a, a full crowd every time. They've been like really accommodating, really warm. Uh, so I think like having that atmosphere has, has helped a lot in the last few months. Yeah. But like, it's, I think if I could do it much more consistently than I did like back in the day, cause like when I started, you got to realize I started 2018, mm-hmm. 2019, I might've done 20 sets. Okay. Uh, 2020. And, and were all those yeah. sets free? Oh yeah. At that point oh, you were all doing still them. Still like, not making big money. Like, still, no, no, oh, not yeah, big yeah. money, but oh, yeah, yeah. any money at all? No, like, no, no money nothing. whatsoever. Yeah. I, I can tell you the the first time I got paid for doing stand up would have been in November of twenty twenty, I believe, in St. John at the No Jokes Bard open mic from John Forward. He was I know I, I know I don't know if that's that's the exact date. That was like but I know during that, the pandemic. That would have been during like relieved times. Uh, times. And during the pandemic, yeah. okay. right before Christmas, so people could go shopping. Right. Yeah. So you started in 2018. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 2018 to 2020, you tried yeah. and tried yeah. and tried, and not then, to try to make money. No, you were trying no. your stats. Like, and then if I look back on my on my stats on my on my resume, I have uh, 2021 was my busiest year. Okay. So like coming out of the pandemic, in 20 it was still under pandemic times, but it was my busiest year to date. For comedy, for, comedy. for stand-up comedy. So that was like, okay, well, that's interesting to look at that way. And then 2022 came around, still pandemic times, and then the hubcap thing, and then it kind of just everything opened up and opportunities opened up from there. And nice. Now, yeah. So so how many uh, performances did you do in 2021? 2021. Or 2021, 2022, like-ish, like per uh, year? I would have probably been in, in the in the sum there. I would have probably been around somewhere around 75 to 80 sets. Wow. Within that whole three-year period. Okay, yeah. three years. Yeah. yeah. And then this year, I, I'd i have to count exactly because there's been a lot more consistency, especially in the city of Moncton now where we have four uh, venues doing comedy open mics, which is yeah. fantastic. Which is Canva. Uh, Can- Can- Canvas Hotel. Yeah. Uh, I have my room in the furnace room. Furnace room. Uh, Zero's Arcade Bar has, yeah. has a few shows, uh, also uh, open mics. Yep. And uh, we have the Old Triangle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. The old triangle. That's the old right. Triangle, They're yeah. doing that's like on a Thursday, Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesdays. Hosted by like Lynn Once Woods. a month or? Yeah. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Very good, man. No, it's, it's, it's a nice progress. Yeah. You know, to see that you've really started like that and to see where you're at. For me to see that is like, okay, well, there, yeah. there might be, you know, not, not, I don't know. I, I'm 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 afraid to try it. So I yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to try it. But it just shows that there's a a route. Yeah. To take. Yeah. And I mean, I've watched guys build um, on stage, and I've watched guys like start really. Like, That's my first time. Okay, he really didn't have it that time. Right. Okay. See him again. It was better, but still not there. You know. Yep. And then I, I, I wasn't at the show recently, but I heard like uh, a, a guy that was kind of looking at that way. He's got it. He's just not got the right material. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's just like he's a funny guy. He's just not bringing it out the way I think he wants it to come out. Okay. And then I, I found out he, he recently had a really good set. Well, shout out, shout out to Chris Roy. Chris uh, Roy. Who I really enjoy uh, listening to and, and talking to. 
but uh like he uh i heard like he he's he's and now he's like on a hot street like he's he wants to do few, more mics like he's good, found yeah. he's found a recipe he wants to go work it out and like we're we're doing a, actually we're going up uh on tuesday uh we're going up to st john together for to do a show so i'm, I'm excited to talk to him more and see how he's feeling like being a newbie and like yeah. being new in the game, and I believe he's also a novel writer, so he's another like kind of yeah. writer like us, you know. Like, like he's been been writing, been around, kind of yeah. knows, yeah. kind of knows the recipe, mm-hmm. but trying it out, and then from there you have to put it yeah. together. Once you once you find the connection, oh yeah, there's probably that's probably where it gets yeah. exciting, right? Yeah. I'm name dropping just to give you guests. Right. For future yeah. references. Well, you hey. can watch this back and be like, oh, this guy. Yeah, we'll talk to this guy. We'll figure that guy out. Hey, you know? I, I would love to have yeah. uh, any stand-up comedian uh, come and join me, okay. sit down with me, have a chat. Yeah. Uh, anytime at all, friends, your friends, yeah, yeah. or even people that don't know you. No, oh, yeah. Whatever, man. Anytime. All they right. can get to know me. Perfect. But so yeah. you have a 9-11 story. Um, I have a 9-11 story. It's, well, it's, it's since not, it's 9-11, yes. it's not 9-11 right now. No. It, actually, you have a set tomorrow. When this comes. I have a set tomorrow. I wish I could room. go. Oh, it's fine. It'll be another full house. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, He's it's like, it's going to be another full house. I, I'm not I wouldn't cocky. even notice I'm if you're there. I'm not being cocky about it. Like, it's just, it's, it's been that kind of a room. And, That's and awesome. They've been no, nothing Is it a young crowd? Very young. Only young. It's a big mixture. Well, because I say it's a mixture because my parents come. Okay. They're the older bunch. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, uh, so it's, it's a really good mixture of people. And like, there's, there's a solid, there's a lot of comedians that come check it out. Um, and they have like their kind of local patrons that have been asking for that for a while. So awesome. They're coming in to look at it. So man, it, it's a really fun man, video. It, their it marketing, might, their, their team is great. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Yeah. And like, it's great that there's four places in Moncton. Oh, and, yeah. And if that keeps up, you know, it might become a thing in Moncton. Like oh yeah, being eventually a hub, it'll, you know, it'll build. Yeah, because yeah. there's there is a uh, a festival here once yeah. a year, a comedy oh, yeah. festival. Yeah, the Hubcap and, Comedy Festival, and a very strong comedy scene in the in the entire Maritimes. Yeah, like Halifax, uh, PEI, St. John. Um, you were saying St. John great is very comedians strong. coming out of them. Fredericton as well. Like even even up north, there's a few coming from up north, like Fred Guitar. People are like yeah. that. Like really, really funny people. Yeah. And I mean, even in Moncton, like we have all sorts. So, you know, if you guys ever see a comedy show, don't be shy. Like it's really, really strong comedy. Yeah. You know? It's some solid stuff. I'm not just coming in saying it because I'm part of the pod. No. But it's it's really, really like you guys yeah. will get your money's worth because it, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But also, though, like the, the night that we went in again, like then mm-hmm. summer hit and we kind of been busy all yeah. summer, but I plan on going again. Oh, yeah. But uh, the night we went, like, there was I don't know maybe five six seven stand up comedians. Yeah, that, that would have probably been eight or eight eight comedians about on that show. Probably, yeah, probably plus the host. And there was only like one or yeah. two that I was like, eh. yeah, you know, yeah. The rest like, yeah. But like, you know, there what? was some funny ones. Oh yeah, that are, like even I have nights where I go up and 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 people you and know, you're that person because I'm trying out new shit. Right. And this is I live alone. So I don't have anybody to test this on. Right. Not even a dog or a cat. Right. So it's like, it's very much like, okay, so this is the first time saying this line in public. True. So we're going to see what know. it does. Yeah. Exactly. True. True. That's a good yeah. point. So That's how about point. those Trudeau flags? You know, it's, it's like, yeah, so where are we going to go with this? <laughs> so anyways. You yeah. just never know, I guess. No, exactly. And it depends on the crowd, I imagine. Like, yeah. if, if you have a crowd that's up to date on politics mm-hmm. or whatever, like yeah. a certain a certain age maybe. Yeah, exactly. Or... And I mean, I try to, to, to like blend it where like I do a new joke, then I do a joke that works. 
if depending how the first joke went, if it worked okay, I'll do another new joke, and then I got another one that works in, in as like a backup, you know, just in case. Right. I always want just to that make, laugh. You want to make him laugh because I don't yeah. want to kill the mood either for the next guy to follow me mm. and him have to like rebuild or the host have to rebuild or. True. You know, so that's just how I go about it, but it's all kind of each his own. And is there a uh, sense of community within the com- the comedian? Very much. The stand-up community. Very, very much so. Community, yeah. Yeah, very, very open community. Everybody really gets along well. Um, like, I, I have a great relation, I'd say, with everybody in that community, you know? Like, yeah. I, I've I've come across a lot of them. There's still a lot that I haven't met that I haven't come across, but, like, so far, where, where I am, uh, like, everybody's been nothing but great. So, anyways, tomorrow you have a show. Yeah. And uh, I want to wish you a good show, first Thank of you. all, for tomorrow. And second of all... Um, uh, I won't be able to attend because I have Dominic, you oh, know, Dominic, yeah, yeah. bingo. Uh, yeah. uh, him and I are going camping Oh no way. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, yeah. Are you guys, like, filming the whole, the whole thing? Weekend. Yeah, we're going to yeah. film some stuff. That'll be and, fun. And, and, yeah. and put it on the uh, our Facebook group, uh, Les Placoteries. Yeah. Daniel Collette says hi. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah. wants me to go see you when you're in Chiriac. I think it's next month. Oh, Dimanche acoustic or something. Oh yeah, I'm in October. Yeah, yeah. He wants me to go up, so I said, I'll, "Does he I'll, ha- does he have a surprise? Is that why?" Or? I think he says he he has a surprise. Yeah, he's he gonna says, yeah, he's, he's gonna come up and sing. Yeah, he, well, he told me about the the last time he went. And I saw the video. There's yeah, a video that, that went special. around, and I saw it, and, and I feel really good for him because he yeah. calls me once every couple of weeks, yeah, like just to see what's up, talk about the, the countdown, and talk about the radio. And yeah, I remember him from the uh, DF Youth House, yeah, uh, where I used to way go back. around my BMX and stuff way back. And he would come just hang out. And I remember he was saying, "Well, I mean, I'm taking the radio course right now, and like I'll be doing like volunteer work at CGSA. You know, I'm like 13 years old. CGSA, oh, that's you know, <laughs> they don't play Pantera. You know, like yeah, yeah. So." um but now it's like I'm there now, and and I'm one of the employees, and um, he calls all the time. Like he's just yeah. always hanging out, so he wants me to do a, a show with him. So then one of these days, uh, I'll show up and I'll do a an hour with you. Or yeah, something. he's yeah. Uh, he's he's a good guy. Oh yeah, yeah he calls well. me every every week too. So yeah, yeah touches no, base, but good. Uh, he'll be singing up uh, a storm there with me. Yeah. On, uh, oh cool. On uh, in October, I yeah. think sometime. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so this weekend, uh, just just to let you guys know, um, I I actually do like a little series with a a guy with it has some special needs. He's autistic and has some special needs, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, spend some time with him. We have a good time, and then we we film stuff, and we uh, yeah. we do have a little just like a little variety show. We talk about stuff and make little jokes and stuff. It's kind of fun. It's in French, but uh, I'll be spending. The weekend camping. Cool. We're not going to be rough camping. Though. No, no. Yeah. His, uh, his grandparents have a really nice spot. Oh, cool. So we'll be right there on the ocean. Oh, and that'll be cool. Yeah. Good, good for you. Nice. He'll enjoy be that. Nice. So I'll miss the comedy show tomorrow. Oh, it's all good. But I will uh, definitely be going to see some yeah. uh, soon. Oh, come on. Out and I plan time. on getting out there. Yeah. And given the fact that this show is supposed to be, well, is going to be coming out on 9-11. Yeah. We're going back to 9-11 here. Yeah. Where were you on 9-11? What I, happened? How old were you? I was in school. I was in the eighth grade. I remember I was in the eighth grade going to Ecole Anomaly Alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I remember my mom having a message at like the 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 the, the, the office. Okay. Like having to go to the office and like call back my mom and be like, are you okay? She, she, I, she just, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And like, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine and whatnot. And she's like, okay, well, there, there's like, 
something going on in New York. Like, there's an attack. And I'm like, we're in dip. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. All right, mom. And she's like, are they closing the school? Like, what's happening? She's like, you can come home if you want to. And I, I, I had At that point, bike, did you know? You know? No, I, I knew nothing. You knew nothing. And I, uh, she's like, well, you can come home if you want to. Like, you have your bike. Like, take your bike. Come home. And I was like, okay. Well, I'll, I'll come home. And um, by the time I got home, like, the TV was on and they were watching like the first plane was in the first tower. Yeah. And then the, uh, I, I was, I got like, they're almost pretty much right on time to watch the second plane, uh, hit the yeah. tower. Yeah. Um, and whatever. So it, that was it. But we had a trip planned. Okay. As a family, we were going to a NASCAR race Ooh. in, uh, Dover, <laughs> Delaware. Okay. Which is very not far from New York. And we're like the race, like the attack was the Tuesday. The race is on Sunday. Right. Like we're, we're leaving tomorrow or the day after. Like Flying or driving? Driving. 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 So uh, they figure things out. Like we end up leaving when we were supposed to leave and we get to the border and it wasn't very, very busy. Uh, we got through. Uh, we spent one night in Massachusetts. And then the next day we drove through New York State where we got to drive by New York City, not in New York City. But I can still remember the city being dusty, like still wow. being dust, like just kind of. Just going the cloud, by. just kind of going. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. like something to to really. It's, it's take real. In. It's real. Yeah, this is like what you saw on TV Tuesday. This this is this it. is it. This, this is, is that. the remnants. Yeah, this is in the, the air. Yeah, this Can is. You what, imagine everybody working there, oh, breathing absolutely. every day. Absolutely. And where we were, it was the first major sporting event mm-hmm. after. 9-11. Oh, okay. So there was a big You want to talk security. Yeah. Like army vehicles, tank vehicles, vehicles with all sorts of propaganda of anti this, anti that. And, wow. and like, it was unbelievable. But the amount of patriotism oh, yeah. that the people had, like they've handed out American flags to everybody. The guy who won the race was Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, yeah. Driving around with the American flag. And like, and cars, you were there. We're, we were there, yeah. And, like, cars were painted in the American flag. And, like, people were singing the national anthem. They were singing, we're proud to be American. We're singing, yeah. And, like, it was a really unbelievable, like, it's not, I wouldn't say it was, like, a religious experience, but it was, like, no. a beautiful thing to yeah. see after everything that just happened. It's kind know? of like, humanity at its best yeah. there because, yeah. like, everybody's... Mm-hmm. Everybody's together. on edge, but it was like for that Everybody's moment. Everybody's tied we're together. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all here in this. Like we figured it out, but yeah, that was that's pretty much wow. my nine eleven experience. Not necessarily wow, a, a story or a conspiracy theory. I'm not going to say, oh, my dad worked in Tower Seven. No, that's not no. how it works. No, <laughs> um, your yeah. dad a NASCAR fan? Yeah, so that's where your, that's your love where for it comes NASCAR into. comes. It, 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 it's kind of a family thing. Yeah, uh, it comes from like deep. Further in the family, okay. Uh, my my grandfather and great grandfather were, were moonshiners. Oh, nice! Uh, so that kind of stems from the same place where that kind of comes in, I believe. So it's in it's, the culture. Yeah, it's very in the culture. Nice. So, what uh, do you like about NASCAR? Just the whole. Oh, it's like I, compared to F one. Do you watch F one at all? I enjoy F one too. I enjoy all motorsports. Like okay. I'm a, I'm a real car guy. I really okay. like cars. Yeah. Um, I love the the intensity of it. Sometimes, like you don't realize, you think they're all going in circles, but every car is the exact same. And you have to figure out how to drive faster than the next guy. Right. Like you got to figure out how to be faster. You got to figure out how to take that turn better. Like you think they're turning? No, they're they're drifting technically. Right. Like they're yeah. they're they're practically sideways. They're light on in the back end. Turn yeah. and like you know. So it's it's a very very interesting sport. I really enjoy like the the smaller track races, like the local tracks we have around here. We yeah. do a lot of like Halifax, uh, Petticodiac, 
um, heading a niche as big races. So you go watch races? Oh, yeah. We enjoy watching races, like, live. That's that's a fun thing to do, too. Nice. Yeah. And the cars, like, that you see on a local front, like, obviously they're not decked out the way that the, no, the top ones are? No, but they're still very competitive because they're Good. still... yeah. They're all divided by classes. Okay. So, like, you have certain, you have higher tier classes, which have, like, better cars, better drivers. Right. Like, lower tier classes, which are more amateur, uh, like, more teenager, kind of young drivers type deal, and, like, the smaller cars. Like, young drivers of Canada? Or? Yeah, young drivers of Canada. Yeah. Exactly. All the little Toyota Corollas line up, and they, with the instructors. With the instructors. With the instructors, and the instructor just says, turn left. Yeah. Turn left. Turn left, yeah. No, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's like all sorts of sports. And I always wanted to become, like, into that when I was a kid. Like, a young was, driver? Yeah, so, yeah, a young driver, Sorry. exactly. Um, but it's always something that intrigued me when I was a kid. And, like, we, we always went go-karting and, like, okay. doing things like that. And actually, uh, the local go-kart place, yeah. uh, the Father's Day picture they use is me and my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty special thing that we have. Nice. Um, yeah. Right here. Uh, yeah, right here in Squid like Oak in, there. In yeah, Lake yeah. Burn or yeah, Lake yeah. Burn. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, every Father's Day. If you see it, it's like he's in front of me and I'm trying to go around him. And you just like, oh, yeah, that's us. That's you. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you ever race real cars or like real? No. 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 Would you? I'd love to. I think I'd, I'd be crazy enough to do it. Would you yeah. be good at it, do you think? It it I'm sure it would take some driver? practice. I'm a great driver. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a really good driver, and I was very, you know, I I I could say I'm not reckless, but I've driven fast here and there. But uh, I think it'd be fun. Nice, be fun, yeah. Nice. Now, I also I also when I was younger we re- we restored a '83 uh, Rabbit GTI. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was a fun thing we we did too. It was all hot rotted up, all souped up. With your father? Uh, yeah, with dad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, your roots are from Moncton? From Dieppe, from? Saint-Alcène. From Dieppe, okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't know, yeah, I don't know where you're from, like yeah. the whole, like. An STA kid. Where'd your. Not uh, an STD kid, STA <laughs> kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up on a street called Chalin Street, uh, which was just in uh, Beau Séjour. Yeah. Uh, in Beau Séjour, like we were on the riverside, so we like had like the marsh and like the right. walking trail and stuff growing yeah. up, all those trails and stuff behind there. Yeah. I actually remember. Uh, well, actually, like right in front of your house, I used to bike down this whole hill with oh, yeah. no hands on my handlebars, like right down the street. Thinking you were oh, thinking free. It was evil Knievel, yeah, <laughs> evil Knievel, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my time here. And I remember all this like was all wooded, and we used to bike yeah. trails in there. And it's all, all developed. Yeah, now, it's all man. developed now. It's unreal. But, it's almost uh, gross, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't no, know. That's what I grew up around here because you grew up in Dieppe, in Moncton, in Moncton. Okay. Yeah, I grew up okay. in Moncton, uh, North End. Yeah. North End of Moncton, yeah. so yeah. I actually worked both Irvings on Chartersville Road. Oh, really? Yeah, both ends. I started in Lakeburn, then I, I ended up in, uh, in Dieppe. Nice. In, uh, in Chartersville. And is there music in your family? Because I know you're a musician, but where's your music roots come from? There isn't in my family, per se. I had a cousin that played guitar with an uncle that played guitar. That's kind of what got me into wanting to play guitar. Um, but I'm uh, distant cousins with guys we know, like uh, Daniel Gauguin. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like through like our grandparents, we're brother, sister, or something. And uh, what's her name too? From let's um, Monique. Okay. We're like Claudia. distant, distant yeah. cousins. Just from what I know, from like knowing from the family, just like oh yeah, that's like your grandfather's sister's granddaughter or step. What it? Anyway, so right. there, there's a relation there. So there was music like probably deeper in the family that never really translated to like my household per se. Right. right. 
but they were like cousins and stuff and friends at school and like i always was i've always been attracted to music like okay. i always had like that feel like you, you well you know like the job we used to do being music directors yeah like you you have to have a certain feel to understand what's a hit you know what yeah. i mean what's a good song i've always kind of had, had that it. in me yeah so like i always picked out like if a cd had 10 songs well i know that two's a great song four six like yeah, I could figure that out at an early age, you yeah, know. But yeah. that was just my, I guess my designated what I what I enjoyed as a music style. But yeah, yeah. But getting into music, that's just kind of came through, not through family necessarily. No. More in yeah, a lot of discovering through like dad's and, records and stuff like that. But like my parents listened to a lot of country music. I, I was a rock and roll guy. Like right, I was impersonating Elvis at like four years old. Right, like you know, because I, I grew up with my grandmother in the house. We used to watch a lot of old TV uh, in the summertime when we were off of school. And like, uh, like what? A lot of like old game shows, uh, old TV shows like okay. Sanford and Son, uh, old comedy specials like Red Skelton, Carol Burnett Show. Nice. Um, yeah, all those great, great shows. So that was a really fun time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was a lot of like, my dad had like Kiss Records. He had like Peter Frampton Comes Alive, which was like where the guitar talks and all yeah. that. You know, being a young guitar player, oh, I'm going to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. It's a real, the guitar really talks, man. It's mm-hmm. not a machine. No, yeah. you're you're full of shit, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. it was really was a machine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know, just, and but you started music kind of on your own like absolutely playing. very playing. self-taught like never took guitar lessons okay sort of my own. i still don't know what i'm doing <laughs> even though i look like i know what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing uh every lead guitar player i played in a band with will tell you matt does not know what the fuck he's talking about when he talks about playing guitar um that is true and i, and I, I have no problem at, uh, uh confessing to that <laughs> but uh i will play rhythm like a motherfucker you yeah. know <laughs> yeah yeah, but, same uh, here. I'm not a lead guitarist, but yeah. rhythm is my thing for yeah. sure. I've developed I'm a, a drummer bit too. So okay, see, yeah. I, I I can't. I have like one beat that I can do, okay. which is like a really weird like like that. That's oh, yeah. about yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's um, playing guitar. I've I've developed lead a little better because we did a, a ZZ Top tribute for a while, which I had to learn all the songs through that. So I, I learned a lot of those guitar solos. So okay. I could say, like, I could jam with Billy Gibbons any day. Like, <laughs> I could keep up with them pretty, pretty much good. every day. Pretty good. There you go. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was, uh, just to come back to 9-11, though. Yeah. I want to yeah, just, we, we well, just because it's 9-11. Well, a great podcast, by the way. Thanks, man. Fuck. You just go anywhere. Yeah. I don't even know how long we've been running. Oh, I think it's 40. been a little bit over 40 minutes, maybe. 40, 45 yeah, minutes. Still early. Not too bad. Still early. Yeah. <laughs> On 9-11, I was working in a youth, like, um, youth, what do you call that? Like a so, youth center? Or a, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. A house. Okay. Like a youth house. Not like the Dieppe youth house, but like... No, like a house where they reside. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> People, like, youth with, with issues or mm-hmm. whatever. Like a so, group home. Yeah, sort of. Sort of a group home, but no, more like a, for people uh, with uh, mental disabilities and stuff. Okay. Okay. So I was working there, and, and so I showed up at like 7 for the shift, and mm-hmm. and then uh, come, you know, 8 o'clock, whatever time it was, and it, it came around, and it fucking scared the shit out of me. I, was, I became oh, yeah. super anxious of just like, what's going to happen to the yeah. world? New York's being... Oh, yeah. Especially, like, all the planes being grounded. Like, yeah. Moncton playing. Like, I remember seeing, reading yeah. the paper because I was a paper boy. Yeah. And I remember reading the paper, like, the next day. Being yeah. like, all these people stayed at the Coliseum. Yeah. One we night. had people over at our house. But no way. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. Yeah, we put up people for, like, three days. Oh, wow. People from, um, 
because we needed to get an imp- yeah, from Germany. Oh, no. And we hey. needed an in- interpreter. So I went to the fucking bakery, <laughs> the German bakery, <laughs> and that cute, like the cute daughter of the people yeah, yeah. that owners. Yeah, yeah. Were, they were German, and the cute yeah. daughter, I was like, hey, this is a way yeah. to, you know. Get to know you, yeah. Get to know her. Oh, my God. That and is so she came, and uh, that never worked out. No, no. Like with her and I. Great idea, though. But, yeah. We're, we're, I, I need a German person. I'm going to go, yeah. Yeah. Wow. German bakery. And so the daughter came, and though she came yeah. and interpreted. Could translate. Oh, wow. So she would come, like, she'd come once That's a day or whatever. really and, cool. Or call on the phone. and then Yeah, yeah. Could, so we could figure out. But back then, there was no, like, okay, text me oh, yeah. or FaceTime. Yeah, that's true. There was huh? nothing no. that. It was, like, no, barely the flip even phone, cell phones, you yeah. know, like, there was like Nokia. The, the, or... the brick phone or whatever yeah. it was at the time. There, was, there, there yeah. wasn't much. Yeah. So it was kind of a... But, yeah, I left the I left the my work at, like, oh, 9. Yeah. I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm yeah. I'm having a panic attack and yeah. I'm struggling. So typical, like, Marty, they're mm-hmm. not just, like, what a boss would expect yeah, yeah, probably exactly. of me. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, nah, he's going to fold. He's yeah. going to fold. So I folded yeah. and uh, I bailed and I went home and I just was glued to CNN for like, you know. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's pretty the rest much of the all day we watched. Until we found yeah. out that we were going to, um, there was people flying into Moncton. Okay. And then I was even, oh my God, it's yeah. even closer to home. It's like, what? Yeah. The, like the world is, yeah, the world is done, yeah. basically. Well, I remember going back, going back to my story. Like, I remember traveling through the States and listening to radio. Yeah. Like those first few days afterwards, because this is again we're we're traveling through, uh, like those Rhode Island states, uh, on by like the Thursday. Yeah. So like this is like you're listening to the radio. There's like people like kids that wrote in letters that lost their parents and yeah. like all this stuff and like we're like just trying to drive and like crying like all three of us you're like, going to NASCAR just, you're yeah and we're just like bawling our eyes out because like this four year old wrote a letter oh, about yeah. her mommy not and not coming home and like that that's reality like, yeah man. Um, I actually had a, a comedian that I just watched. Chris Stefano has a, oh, yeah. a really f- yeah. He's got a good. He's got a good nine eleven story. Yeah. Ended up at school. Yeah, fighting with uh, fighting with some kid. With a kid, which was which was insane. Yeah. So uh, uh, should yeah. we or? I'm not. I'm not against it. You're not against it. Your mom gonna watch this or? Oh, she might. She might not. She might. But the thing is, is uh, I just want to explain something because this is the first show. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't um, I don't um, prohibit anyone from wanting to have a drink, okay, well, or cool. uh, having a puff, yeah. And to me, the puff, nor will I. Yeah. I won't prohibit myself either if exactly. they're going to partake, and I'm I'm certainly going to partake yeah. as well. And the thing is about that, it'll, it'll give us content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is about that is that for me, I see this. Mm-hmm. And this is for all the parents out there, because mm-hmm. I know that I coach hockey. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I also, uh, uh, you know, I, I I have some young followers on TikTok and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, I don't try to influence, influence them no, exactly. in in a bad way. Yeah, uh, I'm 45. I make my decisions. I do not drink alcohol, nor yeah. but it doesn't matter if I did. Like I yeah. I I'd be okay. I'm okay with anybody. I'm not judging anyone exactly. that drinks. Yeah. But see, I'm the same. Where I don't drink either. Yeah. Um. Like I'm, I can be a social drinker if I want to. Like if somebody's gonna offer me a drink, you know, I, I wouldn't turn it down. But like I, I don't go looking for booze. Like I, I had I had issues with booze in my earlier twenties and stuff. Okay. But like now it's like it's it's that's way far beyond. Like I have a good relationship, I'd say, with alcohol. 
which right. is important. A healthy you know? one, yeah, and, yeah. exactly. Because I do have like really a lot of alcoholism in my family roots, so I'm like, I know it's in there somewhere. So, right. You know, so yeah. yeah. So I do too, and mm-hmm. so I chose as well to be a non-drinker since the age of 19. When I turned 19, I stopped drinking. Yeah. So I drank like when I was a teen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And see, for me, just, just to clear, like my parents weren't drinkers either. Like they were like the cutoff line from like their family in, in, in that sense. Right. And like, you know, so that's kind of like where I got, I didn't necessarily get that attitude from it. I think being, them being so hard on alcohol might be what made me want to get into alcohol so badly. And then I think like later on, I kind of came to my sense to be like, okay, yeah, no, this is not a way to be like, you know, yeah, you know, cause like even. You know, you, you get into really dangerous situations and it's just, it's not, it's not right. And what is it about weed that scares so many That's what I don't parents? understand either. Because like for, for me, it's... It, for it, for kids, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like oh, for, for children, of course. I, you wouldn't want a, a child to... A child of what age? Oh, my goodness. Like my son's 17. Oh. He smokes weed. Yeah. even I, I mean, what am I going to do? I know. Even to me, that that's that's early, but like it's young. It's young. It's it's very young. Like you know, your your brain isn't necessarily fully developed either at that point. Like I remember having having this conversation with one of my nephews. I think he had just kind of turned. He's he's probably twenty four at the time. Maybe he maybe he's twenty four now. I'm not really sure how old he was, but he was like just kind of becoming at the age of like getting into going to clubs and going here and going there. And like and I just kind of like pulled him aside and like, look like certain things you don't want to do anymore. Like there's like certain paths you don't want to go down like people die from certain substances now and like you know there's certain things in certain things and like just yeah try to stay away from it but like this but do you remember there's never anything wrong with this you know yeah yeah do you remember when you were did you smoke weed at 17 i i wouldn't have been a hardcore weed smoker i would have been like having a puff if somebody Dabbled. had a joint yeah but no i wouldn't have been a, a, no. a major pothead I don't know. It's it's and today's generation is different. I find mm-hmm. it's like there's so much out there that if my son is only smoking weed, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all right with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel bad. Like with with especially where now the we hard have, like, drugs and stuff is yeah. what worries me. What like, also worries me is is the edibles market now. Yeah, like, I find that's a little intense because like edibles and compared to smoking is, is a whole. It's a whole other other league. ball game. This is like drinking a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah, an edible is like drinking two bottles of wine and mm-hmm. losing control. Losing control, and, exactly. and it's not the same buzz. No, but it's what I mean is if you drink two bottles of wine to yourself, mm-hmm. you're not fucking going anywhere. No, no, you're not driving. No, exactly, you're staying where you. You are. might be sick. You yeah. might have a panic attack because you have no control. Mm-hmm. You know, you might pass out. Whatever. Yeah. When you're high on edibles, and you're tripping balls, mm-hmm. you're at the point where you're like. Yeah. You know, not at a good place. No. And you're like, you, shit, you come this down. is not yeah. what I was going for. Yeah, exactly. There's no way to turn it down. No. You just got to ride it you out. You got to ride it out. You you're no not going to die. No. You're, you're not going to be die. scared. You think you're going to die. You think you're going to die. You think you're going to die constantly, but you're not. Is that is that, in a sense, like a good thing for an adult? <sighs> it's You I, know, for an adult, it's, it's It can scary. teach you some lessons. It can teach you some lessons. It'll certainly teach you, like, substance control. Like, mm-hmm. it'll teach you, like, oh, I'm not going to eat the whole thing. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm gonna not going to do a thousand grams. Exactly. You know? I'm not going to eat the whole thing. I'm going to eat a piece. Yeah. And then I'll see what gives in like an hour. But we're know? not patient. We want everything no, at once. That's the problem. And a brownie's good. When oh, a brownie's good, a brownie's good. But that's you know the thing, what I'm saying? Especially with weed, where you get munchies. You do. Like, all, I, if when I get munchies, I don't get munchies because I'm hungry. I get munchies because my mouth wants something to chew. <laughs> 
and I will eat tons of what my mouth wants to chew (laughs) without the consent of my stomach wanting it in it. Hundred percent. And like it's just it's very it's it's a very confusing game at times. It is. But that's that's about as dangerous as it as As it gets. gets. Yeah. I mean, okay. You might eat yourself into diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna be long term. It's gonna be a while. You might eat yourself into diabetes. Yeah, yeah, but that's... Yeah. Again. It's a long-term process. Yeah. But this is like a glass of wine. It's like having a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, for any mother or father out there that's like either green or whatever, they don't oh, yeah. know, they're afraid, or they've mm-hmm. been taught to be against it or whatever, like mm-hmm. to me, yeah, it's like a glass of and wine. being a parent, I... I I never had kids of my own, but I've been in, in a step parent situation. Um, being, I'm no longer in that situation. It's just so people don't worry. <laughs> um, just being like a parent itself, I'd rather be the parent that knows what's going on. Yeah, than not know what's going. Oh, on. for sure. You know what I mean? I'd rather be the one where they have the beer here. Oh yeah, and like not like in a nally or like in a forest, like I would have done. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I don't want them in in the. Uh, Videodrome at the Rotary Park at like midnight. You know what I mean? Like, I get you. I get you. Yeah. So there's way more control at home. Um, yeah. And that's that's the situation with my son and, and his if friends. something goes sour, they do it, well, they you do know it at our place. There's somebody there. It's worrisome you know? though at yeah. times. Oh yeah. <coughs> worrisome in the sense that you don't want to piss off any other parents and whatever. So no. we we have to very. Very much control what's again, going on in a sense, but yeah, again, you, you want to make tricky. sure that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, and you know it's it, but it's it, hard to be on the same page with those oh, kids, man, sure. with all those kids for sure, especially peer pressure. Like, yeah, you and just like there is, there's always one that wants to try something else oh, or yeah. try another thing. Or, oh yeah, you know what there's I mean. And then that you're one guy, yeah, your kid, and I'm responsible for mine, but I'm I'm also sometimes worrying about other mm-hmm. people's kids because they're hanging out with my kids, and oh, I don't yeah. I don't want any. I want my my son's values in the sense of knowing knowing his limits mm-hmm. and his boundaries to rub off on a, a kid, yeah. Not and not somebody else's low values rub off on mine. You get what I'm saying? So I'd rather have Absolutely. my my son's high values rub yeah. off on another kid rather yeah. than somebody's low values yeah. rub off on my kid. And in that and that's the balance, and that's the worry because there's yep. always somebody who wants to. Try shrooms or but you know try what? acid or try do the in you know? that atmosphere like that. If you get to create that atmosphere, the chances of a kid going that direction is a little slimmer. That's you know, the thing. there's you have a bit more of a grasp on them still. You know, yeah, and and you can always make ground. It's like no, we don't do that here. Yeah, you exactly. know, like exactly. You, yeah, you find somebody to do that with, not these guys. Yeah, because we you respect know? your parents and because yeah. we respect, you know, the fact that you guys are still only. 16, yeah. 17, 16, whatever. 17. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, you know, some of you are, are, are just learning how to drive. Yeah. You know, like that's a big yeah. thing too. Like, yeah. you know, get that skill well and done. And But alcohol scares me a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alcohol scares me a lot more with young kids mm-hmm. than than weed. Oh, yeah. Personally. Especially how, how alcohol nowadays is, is appealed. Like all these mix, mixers and these spritzers and these fruit drinks. and It's these, so like, easy to get so drunk So easy to get, yeah. And it's tasteful. Yeah. It's tasty. It's oh, good. Yeah. You can find exactly what you enjoy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the alcohol, as far as I'm concerned, will make a young person act act out. You know, in ways oh, yeah. that are you're talking either oh, yeah. sexually, 
you know, violently yeah, for guys, exactly, physically, yeah, exactly. you know. Like, how many times <clears throat> have, like, you been in a party and some guy kicks a door in? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. How, how often do you see a yeah. fight with two guys with a joint? Exactly, yeah. Just finished the joint. That doesn't happen. That doesn't ever. happen. So, yeah. Um, no, it's 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 tricky, man. And it's tricky to have kids through that and to mm-hmm. be an adult and to smoke weed and to yeah. be on camera. And, oh, yeah. But I don't want to put any limitations to, to my podcast because I want to show who I am. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to... I don't want to be a guy just hiding because I smoke a joint once in a while. Like, I want people to know that, yeah, I do that once in a while, but... Yeah. No, it's know, the same I, thing here. Like, it, it's a very recreational thing. Like, it's, it's you know, it's, yeah, it's again, it's, socializing. it's like having a beer. We're socializing. We're having a conversation right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're creating content, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's still very productive in a way. It is. We're like, you know, if we were to get drunk, we would eventually get so drunk that we'd forget what we were doing. Exactly. Which could happen when you get stoned, too, but... That Usually a, you that just turn to food yeah, exactly. and then a couch. Yeah, we'll get food and then you realize, oh man, I left the camera running. <laughs> 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 yes. But uh, yeah, so no, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that about weed. That's that on that. Yeah. That's that on that. That's Do you use that. weed to get inspired sometimes? Absolutely. I, oh, absolutely. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a big thing. But uh, I, I look up to people who like, um, George Carlin was was smoked a lot of weed, of course. Um, but he would write sober, then he would roll a joint, then go over everything again, and, and as and add punch ups while stoned. Yes, I heard that. So story I'm like, before. that is that. That's a great way. Where did of looking he tell at that story? Uh, that was. Did he have a bit about it? No, it wasn't. But it was just recently. I read about it in a book, but it was recently performed by uh, what's his name, John Stewart. At an honoree thing where they where they inducted uh, George Carlin, that story was recently told. Okay, yeah, I think that's where I heard yeah. it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it might have been through something like that. But yeah, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the, you know, like people like that, like and and I look at a lot of my inspiration through comedy, through music. Like marijuana was there. Yeah, you know, like <clears throat> yeah, whether you want it, Jimi Hendrix, you know, Absolutely. it was there. Uh, you know, even people like Richard Pryor, you know, it was there like Pink uh, Floyd, Pink Floyd, you know, like exactly yeah. like, you know, the, 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 there were drugs. Like I've listened to so much music that I can almost tell what psychedelics are, what, yeah, are what you're what on, they were on based on what you're, you're playing or what you're writing. Yeah. Me too. Sometimes so. I can, I can, I can make a, a pretty good accurate call. I mean, I can only imagine, but yeah. Cause I never got the confirmation, but you mm-hmm. can kind of tell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I even read an article once that there was a certain the the reason certain '80s hits have the tonality they have is because in like from like '81 to like '87 there was a certain speaker that was like preferred to mix, but it sounded really bad when you were sober, but it sounded really good when you wanted coke. Oh, so that's really? why a lot of yeah. the music sounds like it was mixed on coke. Um, but yeah. Wow, yeah, man, that's a, that's a weird story. I, Some I, I real rock stories right day. there. But yeah, I, I read that. I forget where I wrote. Where I read that, but but you're a big that's music a story. like buff. Oh yeah, big like music as far nerd. as oh, reading yeah. into it. Classic and, rock. Mm-hmm. A lot of is is like kind of where I get my knowledge. I got, I grew up watching TV after school, like much more music, like VH1 documentaries yeah. and stuff like that. So that was like very much into that. And like when I get an album, I read the notes, I read the lyrics. I you okay. know, I'm old school like that. Like I still like the physical. Yeah everything you know my son is 100 percent like that mm-hmm. it's funny how it skipped a generation or something i don't know oh yeah well i don't think my parents were like that but 
I don't know. It's like I never, I don't really do that. Okay. And I, I, yeah. and I find it disrespectful that I don't do that. Yeah. Honestly, when I think about it, I'm like, fuck, that's almost like disrespectful. Yeah. And like, I don't even need to be high to appreciate the artwork. Like, no. I just love watching, looking at yeah. the pictures sometimes. Like, you're really trippy. Like, especially when you get like old vinyl albums of like older, like hand painted records. And, right. Like, really cool stuff. Sometimes. There's something like, in there to appreciate. Oh, yeah. I think I should yeah, just eye candy. do it. And then, yeah. and just kind of, I think I'd find appreciation into it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think so. Absolutely. Because I don't. And I find it's disrespectful that I don't. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck. I don't know. I'm a musician. I should be more. Yeah. But I'm more focused on just, I, I love live shows. Okay. So I love watching live mm-hmm. shows on YouTube or on whatever. Okay. Whatever channel. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't take the time to then look on who's what musician, yeah, yeah. what was used, yeah. uh, the artwork. See, and like, I don't enjoy watching music being played. I enjoy listening to music being played. Okay. Yeah. And that's probably where we differ from. Like, I don't, if I listen to a live record, I'm going to listen to the record and I'm going to watch the concert. Wow. You know, so it's yeah. like, I, I really enjoy the audible experience much more than the visual experience. You would, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Even like, I, I'm not that big on live concerts. Like, okay. I remember being disappointed going to see Jack White. Right. So I was like, I just didn't like the way it sounded. Like, it was just, it's not for me. So I don't really go spend my money on live shows. On live shows. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like local bands and stuff I will I'll always support if I can. But like I have a certain couple of local bands that I go see all the time that are really fun and Yeah, and that you want to support. Whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like there's something weird with the mic, huh? It's it's going in and out, isn't it? I think it is I, it maybe because I, I put my hand in front of it sometimes? I don't know. I think so. I'll have to it's all right. we'll troubleshoot that. Maybe I mean I don't know that it affects Yeah. I'll have to see if it affects. I don't think so. I, I don't think. I well, like I don't think I've cut out that much in my ears. So. No, you no. didn't cut out. No. But it's just you hear a there's like, like a, a nuance. Yeah, like a, every now and like then a wave of yeah. Well, it could just be a setting or something. Yeah, it could could also just be. I don't know. Is it, do I move my head too much? We'll yeah, see on camera could, later if I move my head too much. <clears throat> Speaking of camera, I hope mm-hmm. it's still running. I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna check. You want to peek over and see? Are we still filming? Have we, or have oh. we just like spent 45 minutes? Nope, still. Oh, we're still going. Still going. Just to, we'll wait. Oh. Here. Still going. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Where else shall we go? we have all sorts of avenues like what about you like what are, what are your inspirations to write music like i know you write you've written music for a while now you've yeah two new records. you're doing another album soon too aren't you i am i don't know where i'm going you don't know where you're going i feel like rapping <laughs> yo marty b southern street city boy boy you know city boy city boy marty b no i don't know <laughs> i don't know i did do a little series at one point on you on facebook or youtube oh yeah it was called City Boy. Oh, really? <laughs> I think I saw this. I think I saw this somewhere. It was I'm sure this kind of a hope. I was hoping to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know, from what I was doing, but I was acting like I knew everything uh, about the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a fucking city boy. <laughs> I know nothing about the wilderness. Yeah. So I would show 
Okay. Like bear paw, like bear tracks, and like I go in the woods. You have to check it out. Like, I'll have to let go me find know. It, yeah, yeah, let me know what, what you think. Find it, yeah. But uh, and then I kind of edit it all together, and it kind of. And then I, in one of the episodes, I made like a rap. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like a rap, and whatever. I should fucking find it, man. Yeah, I enjoy doing characters too. I should find it. Um, co- comedian Lynn Woods, shout out. Um, yeah. She has a um, she has a series where she, every Easter she has a series called Eggs with Lynn. Okay. Where she does like these, she she just does egg reviews. Okay. And uh, I parodied her. I, I did a parody of her videos. I did okay. one where I impersonated her. Yeah. So I was Lynn for for the video. Then I did one where I shaved my beard and I did my Marlon Brando impersonation. Okay. Hello, welcome to Eggs with Lynn. I'm your host, Marlon Brando. Today we're going to talk about eggs. Eggs are good. You can send a good message with eggs. Like Johnny Rotten. Or Jimmy was scrambled. Well, you know. Yeah, I could have oh, been a scrambled awesome, egg. It could have been a deep fried egg. You know, it's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, I do voices sometimes too. I that's do a good. Awesome. Uh, somebody told me I do a really good John C. Riley. Yeah. Uh, so John I, C. Riley. John C. Riley from uh, uh, Step Brothers. Hey man. Oh. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I have fun. Did you doing touch my, bl- my drum my set? Drum set? You touch my drum set. What a great I'm pretty movie. Pretty sure you touched my drum set. <laughs> you can tell Mr. Dennett that Ricky Bobby is my best friend. <laughs> Oh, I love his, I love that guy. It's shake and bake time. <laughs> shake and bake. Yeah. Now you got me fucking yeah. searching for something. I'm probably wasting time. Be careful if you play something on YouTube that uh, YouTube doesn't realize you own, you will you will be taken down. True that, huh? Yeah. See, look. but I remember. I think I remember the the, the City Boy videos. You, you've probably shared those on your Instagram. I'm sure. Yeah, I've seen some. Yeah, well, I'll have to go yeah. back to watching because I probably never yeah, watched you, them seriously. Like, yeah, you never probably people yeah. don't we don't we don't take the time. Oh no, I never. You know, do. we're all guilty. Oh yeah, I never do. I mean, you could say, "Hey, I put on this series there," and yeah. I'd be like, li- "I'd like." Oh yeah, yeah. And often, I mean, some sometimes I I will. Oh but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm in the boat where I'm so behind on like comedy specials and like I, everybody said, "Oh, have you seen this guy's special? Have you seen that special?" And I'm like. No, I'm still on like Louis C.K. from like 2014. You know, oh, I'm Louis like I'm C. still. K. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like just to show how far behind I am. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I'm still like all over the place. So I'm just gonna show you one. Yeah, yeah. Just for the hell of it. Bash yeah. I actually know a, a really good moose caller. Really? Yeah, my, my friend's dad, he's won like multiple awards. <laughs> Still gets to me, 
will find chemtrails. La piste de Gibier. sure I smoked some weed that day. Wouldn't surprise you one bit. Your eyes don't show it whatsoever. <laughs> See, right now I'm looking for game trails. This, this is like a derving road, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trees on both sides, well plowed. It's obviously a derving road. <laughs> yes. In the fin fawn. Fred John Scope Nielsen is writing a Bigfoot movie. Anything less. At this point, anything less. <laughs> La Masque. I put time in editing oh, this, yeah, right? yeah, but know. it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. And then, Pete, like, we don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, some people did. That's just, yeah, I know you'll, you'll get some views, but it's the bigger your following gets, the more views you'll get. But it's 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 to build that following, right? Yeah, that's the tough part, you know. And some people invest. Yeah, and I mean, especially and I try to do it organically. Yeah. And like, a guy like you, who who already kind of has a following going into it, working, having worked in radio, like yeah. I had, being a yeah. musician, like people know who you are. So like they know you, you're silly. They know you can do these things. So it's like it's there's nothing to lose at this point. No, you know, I'm having fun. Yeah, so once you're having fun, go for it. But it does intrigue me. It yeah. does intrigue me to to see some people not not compared to other people because I'm not I'm not the type of person who uh, is jealous for somebody's success. I'm always yeah. happy I'm to see yeah. somebody succeed. Yeah. Like I want to see all it. boats float. Me you know, too. Like everybody man. float. Like, me let's too. Do this because I don't feel honestly. I don't feel like having to like fucking help that person's float. Yeah. Who's not floating. Exactly. I just want everybody to float. Yeah, if we can all float, help each other, we're all going to make it. Right. You know, like, no matter the the size of the wave, we can do this. Yeah, and I love seeing people successful, mm-hmm. even more, like, more oh, than, yeah. way more than oh, me. Oh, absolutely. Like, just succeed at something that yeah. they've done, they've created. Yeah. I'll give you a perfect example. The girl that created Your Way Weight Loss. Oh, Yeah. I see her everywhere on, you know on what I mean? social media. Yeah. And she's got a big billboard on the way to Shidiac there. Yeah. It's become a huge thing. Yeah. They have millions of people following them on yeah. social medias. They yeah. have a podcast that's working. Yeah. Like they ain't that, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's investment, there's time, but yeah. there's also personality and passion behind oh, absolutely. that. And heart, you know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And yeah. And the thing for me is that's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing yeah. things from the heart. I'm doing things for fun. Yeah. And I'm going to cre- keep creating. Exactly. And at the same time, you just work during the day or you go do whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to make a bit of money. Exactly. And if every one day you can have something that is a passive income thing that mm-hmm. actually sustains you, then great. Yeah. Like a podcast or mm-hmm. like I do some radio commercial, not radio commercial, but vocal voiceovers. Yeah, yeah, voiceover stuff. Commercial, yeah. commercial and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Recording. So that stuff, you know, that all keeps that you going. In, yeah. Keeps exactly. you going. Keeps yeah. you going. Now you got this little studio set up. You're going to do podcasts. Like, that's yeah. going to be your thing now. Like, that's going to be fantastic. I, I'm, like I said, I, I'm looking to get into this soon, too. So it's yeah. going to be there uh, eventually for my place, too. I'm super stoked. 
so yeah. to have this going and it's really a project for fun but yeah. you never know where fun is going to bring exactly. as long as you keep having fun exactly that's all that matters you know what i mean that's all that and matters. that's what was uh city boy was yeah. all about man yeah. so yeah we w- this all started this conversation yeah. is, is because you asked me about the creative process of music yeah. and what was coming next i have enough content enough music and yeah. enough uh, lyrics to create a couple albums right oh, now yeah. in French. Um, I just don't know where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know if I want to continue in that. Uh-huh. And I don't want to just continue in that because of the royalties. Yeah, yeah. And and the royalties are awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I would never want to lose the royalties. But at the same time, I want to do something because, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm I'm passionate. You're about creative, it. exactly. You're yeah. a creative person. You want to do that art. You're the artist. You yeah. Know, so right now the songs yeah. are there, and it's going to be a question of of finances mm-hmm. uh, for you know right now, like anybody else. Oh yeah. You know, if you want to do it right, invest. Like, you have don't to invest. Yeah. So you have to yeah. you know go and apply for grants and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm looking at at, at a, an album I just got at the radio station a few days ago. Um, I think this is me because I keep turning my head. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's I have this tick. I, I no, this. but I'm yeah. going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it where, doesn't... you know, I got to notice where over the pandemic, this artist was releasing really good songs, like, you know, put an album out in that time and like, okay, it's really cool. Then they just put out another album out. I'll, I'll tell you who it is off air. We'll just mm-hmm. what it is. And like, it, it feels rushed. Okay. It feels like, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. okay, we're, we got to promote. We'll just throw this album together and, and put it out. And it's gotcha. like, even almost production wise, you know, well, it's weak compared to what you're used to seeing this artist do. Gotcha. You know, so that's what I found. And I've, I've even like had two or three people say the same thing where we got to like listen to it. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's not that person. You right. Know? So, and I mean, but, I, I, I pride myself on, on quality mm-hmm. um, rather than quantity. Yeah. And exactly. And, but unfortunately, you still need a little bit of quantity. Like yeah. I, I would need five new songs right now, mm-hmm. even a new EP. Yeah, like to keep my French stuff rolling. Yeah, that's what I would need. Mm-hmm. And because I'm on the last, I'm about to release the last song of my EP. Okay, yeah. So you know, in five months from now, six yeah. months from now, who knows? I would need new music. Yeah, to continue to stay current. Of course, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm hoping to be able to cool. pull off with the we. You know, we applied yeah. for the grants and yeah. stuff. And, and what's, what's great on, on the French side, even what I hear in, in comedy, which is why I'll be doing the jump to, to French stand-up here shortly. Oh, nice. Um, there, there's a lot of money in, in French entertainment these days, mm-hmm. from what I hear. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very uh, prominent. I've actually written a movie on the Acadian deportation, oh. a, a satire, to say. So it's a comedy. It's a comedy on the deportation. And I've had people read it, and they're like, God damn it, this is good. <laughs> so I'm like, I think eventually it's going to be to, to go in the next steps of this. Wow. Yeah, so that's like, I think once I get to jump to the French comedy side, then I'll be like, okay, let's let's see where this can go. Like, I know there's grants and there's stuff, but I need to do certain things to be eligible for these grants. So it's like, all right, so let's, let's, let's do these things. Let's do the work. And who knows? Wow. Yeah. I even have everything written by, like, location where it's going to be done. Like, I, I figured out where I could use, like, Louisbourg and, like, Beausejour and Village Acadien, like, places on PEI. Like, filming locations were, were set in my head when I was writing, and it's, like, it's... So this would be, like, a something you would film? Oh, yeah. 
This would be a big film. A this production. would be a feature film. <clears throat> this would be a free, an Acadian feature film. Comedy. En Chiac. Comedy. Comedy. En Chiac. Wow. En Chiac with subtitles. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Like, that's that's <clears throat> awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it, it's uh, something. You need City Boy in there. No, yeah, but no, it, it's it's that's what I mean. Like, I'll, I'll be looking for all sorts of characters. Yeah, no, you know, because I'll, I'll need to fill that. And I want like, a character. That's I know, that's and, awesome. and I don't know if I want to release this on the podcast. I, I feel like I've said too much there. No, you, you've, but that's you just like, like illuminated yeah. my whole. Mm-hmm. Like I've been dreaming of making mm-hmm. something about the deportation. Yeah. I'll tell you a and, couple of the opening scenes off air, and you'll be like, man. Like, and I always thought like this? somebody's gonna beat me to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you probably think that way too. Sometimes. Oh, I, I never do. I just I hope. I always hope somebody thinks up the same thing I did. Because okay. then we can talk about it. Be like, hey, I thought of it this way. How did you think about it? Like, what did you go through? That's what I feel with the comedians in like similar bits. Okay. Like I've I've ran across a few of those. Be like, oh, I had a I had a pandemic bit, and I was like, well, okay, what's yours? You know, and then like you do yours. Well, there's nothing really same in ours other than. Maybe this and that, right? Like, but that's not important. We're still then talking we about the same out, yeah. thing. We're just talking about the same thing from two different perspectives. Oh, okay, you know? well then I could share you my idea. Yeah, about the story of the deportation. Oh yeah, see, so we, we I'm <laughs> sure, it, I'm sure it could blend in with, with certain mm-hmm. other stories. Mm-hmm. And like, you'll be picking up people along the way. Like, you yeah, know? no, it's just, uh, it's really cool that that you have written that. Yeah, and I mean, I think that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Like that needs to be done. I think so too. I think it's, it's not. It hasn't been done no, right yet. No, and and I think <clears throat> it, if it's going to be done, it has to be done right, and it has to be something like it has to be big, where a household person will be like, "Oh yeah, we saw that. It was funny." Yeah, you know, like yeah, to have a guy from like Rishi Book Two say, "Oh yeah, we watched that. We went to the theater to see it." You know, like, right? To have like that kind of buzz around it because. Yes, there's a big film scene and, and French scene theater and all that stuff, but I'm like, this needs to be like the biggest thing that 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 scene has ever seen. Really? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it has to be huge. Like it has to. Yeah. Oh it has yeah. To like be like the feature. In, oh yeah, yeah. In Quebec and in France yeah. and yeah, like yeah, it it, it <clears throat> like if it's going to be done, it has to be done one way, and and, and it's well. I'm always open to suggestion, but like the, the vision I have. Do you have a name? I, no. I, I I have like three names. Okay. I have like three names. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it depends depends which storyline I want to lead with, which will depend okay. on the name. Okay. So that's like I, that's that's how elaborate I've written it out so far, but it's very like it, it it plays on folklore, it plays on traditions, so I think like a lot of people would recognize As the base of the story. You mm-hmm. know, like the. The uh, yeah, as it should the gardener yeah. in, in the convent and like you know everything, all these little things that get brought up. Yeah, you know? so it's it's like all these little details that like people. Do, oh, okay, I see the reference. I see the reference. Well, you, you know? can all also use a lot of the probably the music that's been done. Well, already. that's that's kind so of a lot of the stories. That's sync up. some big jokes in there too with with, with that. So that's uh, yeah. So that's uh, I've told a few people like the, the premise of the music, and they're like, that's that's amazing. That's that's and and I don't want to like I'll, I'm drawing you guys on because this probably will take like 20 years to do. It's always the but case when you guys be like, like sometimes you gotta put it out there. Yeah, sometimes the idea it's going out in the universe now, and we'll see where it comes back. Yeah, where but it yeah, goes. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, so it's that's that's just how I am because I'm constantly creating. Like I'm constantly like, like I said, I don't have cable TV at home. I have a smart TV now, which I, which I recently acquired. Yeah. Um, which I like use that to watch YouTube and like 
Netflix and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no like cable. There's no like anything to waste time. Right. So um, that's and you're single. And yeah, but thanks for rubbing it in, Marty. Ready to mingle. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like that's my life. It's been creating for. I mean, strong since like 2016 now because King Viking ended in like 18, like winter of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I started stand up in September. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I envy you. No. I do. Just a regular guy. No, but I envy the person who has all, like, not all the time on their hands because you have responsibilities mm. and stuff, but that that I'll have a lot of time to yeah. create. Yeah, that's and, that's one of the things I'm thankful for. Yeah, and I have that, and uh, as well, mm-hmm. I just I just don't use it yeah. well enough because by the time I get to that, it's um, there's there's just been a lot of shit going. Oh, yeah. going down I mean, for a couple of years. To, and, to give a perspective, like what I just told you about that that movie idea, like yeah. that is been going on for a while that is in the making since like sixth grade you know what i mean like that has been in my head just being built and it's only been put on paper at like 30 years old right you know so it's like it had like a good 24 years to build context and story and character yeah and then i just put it on paper one day and it's like that's amazing man and and at first did you ever think of doing it a live show i for me, like, would you see it as being a live show as well, like a musical? The, the weird or a thing play? is that for me, it was always just like it was just sketches I would make up in my head to make myself laugh. Okay, just to be funny because like we always listen to Acadian music at home. Like it was very Acadian. Like both radios in the house were playing Zizia, and it was always Acadian music around. And so when you pick up the lyrics and you pick up the stories and you pick up this. And you just, the way I create, like, I get very much inspired by listening to music. Like, I can listen to a song, close my eyes, and write a short story. Right. With, the, with like, the visions I'm having right. in that song. Right. Um, as weird that's as that awesome. sounds. And that's without no, marijuana. Awesome. That is without drugs or anything. Like, that is that can come naturally. That's cool. Um, so, yeah. So, that is, um, that's kind of one of the things I do. Um, but, so, that kind of came about like that. So, it had all this year to, like, you know, just kind of bake yeah and then let's okay well i think the pie is ready to to be you know eaten now yeah. so let's yeah. let's write it out you know nice so and yeah. you actually wrote it out oh yeah wrote it all out like in detail like the, to the actor that plays the character to like yeah nice. even to like the person i had in mind to like play this certain person like a, a lot of them are even just friends right that like i know how you are you have the accent I want. You have the attitude I exactly. want. Exactly. You just need to say these words how you would say these words. Right. And that's all I need you to do. So it's like very, it's it's written. I, I feel like I wrote it for that an idiot could do it. You know what I mean? It's right. Because like, it, I'm, I'm an idiot at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm just an idiot that writes a lot. Nice. But yeah. Oh, man, that's super intriguing, though. Yeah. So one day, Marty, we never know. We'll, the Acadian we'll history, if... Uh... You know, I think it's, yeah, I think yeah. the Acadian history is a story that needs to be told. It in, needs to be told. In more different ways. Yeah, and, and I think with, with this humoristic approach, I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be strong. Because it is a very hard story to swallow and like, you know, but mm-hmm. think of it as like Mel Brooks telling you the deportation story. You know what I mean? Like History of the right. World Part 1 or like Blazing Saddles or like, you know. There's yeah. funny ways to There's tell a sad funny story. Ways. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. There is yeah. funny ways to tell a sad story. Yeah. So. so I think it's uh, it's fucking it's, right it's, it. it's a good idea. Yeah. And I, I have to do it soon because if not, I'm going to lose some people that might die. So it's like it's got to be done because like some of these people are getting old now. Some of the people that yeah, yeah that, that I'm thinking that of in these mind. roles for, right. in mind, like you know. So like I, I got to make sure he says Tank's still around. You oh, know, like yeah, the band true. has got to be in there somewhere. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's like you they're, know, they're not like getting that. any younger. No, no, they're not getting any younger. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Fun. Yeah. I don't know. Should we go? Are you you want to call it? I don't know. Is there something know. else? Is there anything else you want to talk try- about? I'm trying to think. I think we're good. We're good. We've, I mean, we can, can always, always do it back. again. I can always come back. That's what I was going to say. We can always think, do it again. I think that's the way to do it, my friend. All right. Well, but fuck. this was fun. You did the first one. I thank you very much. This was very fun. Matt White. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Are you on socials? I'm on social media. Uh, Instagram, Matt White Comedian. Uh, Facebook page, Matt White Stand Up. Uh, check it out. I advertise all my shows. Uh, I will be uh, at the Pub Down Under uh, Tuesday. Where's that? Hosting, that's in St. John. I'll be hosting that show. Uh, I will be in at the Canvas Hotel September 28th. September 30th, I am opening for Nathan McIntosh at Punchlines in St. John. And I think I think that's all I have for now. Well, hey, but man. Yeah. Who knows? You might be back no, within a couple months. Exactly. So we'll chat I'd, again. I'd love to hear more. Uh, also... Um, I might be there on September 20th, 28th doing my first set ever. You never know. We'll, we'll, I'll we'll see what see I can we do can, for you. We see but, see yeah. if we can make that work. I'll talk to Jason. Go do my, do a first three minutes, man. That freaks me fun. right out. It'd be fun. I think it freaks me great. out, but I, I think I, I think you do great. Yeah. After like three out of ends, I think I'll be pretty good. It's all good. I'll pull it off. It's all good. Yep. Thanks so much. Follow us on Thanks social again, media, the Good Vibes Podcast. Really appreciate you watching. Please share it. I want I want people to like kind of discover it and discover the people that I'm gonna be meeting with and chatting with. So please share and uh, help us help us build this brand new podcast. So yeah. take care Great of yourself. Job, buddy. Yeah, thanks a lot. Great job to you. I'm really happy. Great job. This is gonna be a good thing. I think so. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys. Take care. If you are struggling, sort of hear that. But don't give up. Don't give up. And just keep coming back. Never do. Keep coming back. Yeah. Or reach out. Whatever you need. All right? Take care of yourself. Bye. Good vibes. Good vibes. Thanks, man. Put through. That was awesome. That was really fun. <laughs>